hi. Can you hear us okay? That's good. Uh, this microphone is working. Hopefully, a slide might appear behind us as well at some point. There you go. Wow. This is awesome. Um, we are so excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There we go. We're also both now excited and microphone, so you can hear us. So, um, uh, so Rosner and Jonathan Hassel, um, uh, we're excited because uh, we want to share our story. That's the first thing about how we've partnered with God uh, in building uh, and running our business. Um, hopefully, we've got some keys, uh, some things that, uh, that have really worked for us that we think could work for you too. Um, so we want to try and bring uh, freedom uh, for people in this room tonight. There are things in these keys where if it's brought us freedom, we want to share that with you. So we're hoping you get that. Um, yeah, our roles, I'm the kind of expert, if you like. I'm the, uh, the person who kind of runs the business, uh, is the person who's kind of seen out there. Rosna is the support for everything, really. Um, uh, but mostly through prophecy, through intercession, through strategy. Um, and that's massively important. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll carry on. In a moment, hopefully what's going to pop up is a picture of the rest of our family. Uh, we have one son, Robbie, who's seven years old, and he's here with us tonight. And we have a very cute little dog called Shasta. And, um, nope, not come out yet. Uh, we moved to Gravesend about a year and a half ago from Hammersmith in London. There were a number of reasons for the move, but primarily one of the big reasons was we knew about Eastgate Church and we wanted to, to be able to come here. Um, we're really conscious that in the room tonight, not everyone is running a business or dreaming of running a business. Um, and many of you will... Oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, the cute factor has arrived. Um, and, and for many of you, your, your ministry is going to be in the workplace. So if we have time at the end, I'm, go, I'm going to share a couple of testimonies from uh, bringing heaven into the workplace. Because whether we're running a business or working for one, um, we can all release the glory of heaven wherever we are because of who lives in us. Amen. So I'm going to start our story from the very beginning because that's a very good place to start. And um, it's with this verse from Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. Yep. For I know the plans I have for you, not for harm, but for good and for your prosperity. And when we know that, when we start any venture with God, knowing that he has planned good works for us in heaven, then all we're really doing is listening to what he has already planned and co-laboring with him to release it here on earth. And that takes a lot of the fear out of it. And not all of it, um, but a lot of it. And it replaces that with faith. So we started our business seven years ago. And the last seven years have been a real roller coaster ride. There's been amazing highs with God. And there have been some pretty dark lows sometimes as well. And, um, you know, we wish we knew then what we know now. But the point is that God did. He knew then where we were going to be now. 
And um, if we know that, then we can trust him and enjoy the ride. And a picture's coming up now of a painting. And the, the reason why we're showing this is because um, that was painted by a friend of ours eight years ago. And she gave it to us three years ago when we were still living in London in our old house. We had no intentions of moving. Um, fast forward, uh, we've moved to Gravesend. We're decorating our house. And, yeah. I don't know if you can really see it very well on there. I didn't have a plan for what I was doing for this room. It just evolved. And once I'd finished, I put Sarah's painting up. And as I put it up, God said, See, I knew. I gave you a painting of the house that you were moving into. Um, It's a little difficult to see on the colours, but they're spot on. They're absolutely spot Um, on. The The tablecloth... Uh, the blue, the, the sort of terracotta colour. Yeah, it didn't come out very well. But yes, he knew eight years ago in all the highs and all the lows that we were going to be here and we were going to be flourishing. That's great. If we can advance the slide, just put a black for a second. Um, so taking you back seven years. Um, so seven years ago, we were in Hammersmith, West London. Um, thank you. Uh, it is that good. Um, uh, we've been wo- I've been working full-time uh, for 15 years um, as an accessibility expert uh, for the BBC. For those of you who don't know what accessibility is, basically I make sure that websites and mobile apps work for disabled people as well as everyone else. Um, uh, Rosner had, uh, was working part-time uh, at the Institute of Cancer Research, and, um, and life was pretty good. Um, but I was in a meeting at the BBC, and uh, I got some discernment from the Holy Spirit um, that something was going on, and it started to feel, uh, what I discerned was that um, I was going to be made redundant. <laughs> So, um, now, we, we like being real, um, as is an amazing story, but we like being real. My initial thought was fear. So I remember coming home and saying, uh, honey, uh, I think this is what's coming. Um, and uh, within about 24 hours, the Holy Spirit turned that around to opportunity. Nothing changed out there. Everything changed in here. Um, so we started praying what to do next. And um, we felt that rather than looking for another job, um, we should start a business, um, uh, a consultancy helping other organizations doing what I've been doing at the BBC, which is making their websites and mobile apps work for disabled people. Um, six months later, yes, I was made redundant from the BBC. Um, but before I even left, um, I'd had the first contract for my consultancy. In fact, I created the consultancy because I knew I needed to do it now because I had a contract and I needed to put it to. Um, and uh, so that was hassle inclusion. Uh, that was a real confirmation of a picture that we'd had. Uh, so if you can imagine flying, normally flying starts in a plane, if you're in the cockpit, um, sort of like taking off, taxiing and moving up. And the picture I had was not that at all. The picture I had was me literally appearing in the cockpit of a plane, flying it. There was no takeoff, and it was kind of like, actually, that sounds pretty much just like what's happened. (laughs) Um, So we had a business, 
and we were dreaming with God about what that business could do for the world of accessibility that I was in. Uh, and we've really been updating that seasonally. So just a few keys in terms of dreaming, because dreaming is so important. Um, things that helped us slide. Uh, Andy Mason, his name's been mentioned already. Um, Dream Journey. Um, uh, it's a DVD and a book. Um, this is awesome. Uh, we really, um, we used this with our life group, uh, and it really helped us connect with our dreams and work out what God thought about them uh, and how to kind of move forwards in those. Go for the next slide. Once you've got a dream, uh, if you're like Rosna, you want to get it out there, kind of visualize it. Um, and she's right. Um, vision books. Oh, back a bit. Uh, don't worry. Uh, so that, that's my vision board at home. Uh, um, there's all sorts of stuff on there. Some of it's already happened. Some of it is happening. Some of it is yet to happen. But those are the dreams. And the next slide. Thank you. Um, so whilst you're waiting for the dreams to materialize in front of you as having been fulfilled, uh, what do you do? Uh, we find these guys, so uh, uh, Wendy and Steve Backlund, they were here, there, uh, about a couple of weekends ago. If you missed it, it was awesome, get the tape. Um, uh, the thing that they brought to, 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 to us at that time, and we've been doing this for a long time now, is declarations, declaring um, what it is, who it is that God is, what it is that he says that we are. Uh, what his promises are to us. On the days when it doesn't feel like that, we declare it anyway, and it changes things. Um, and then just keep updating those. Keep dreaming. Okay, thank you. Next slide. So, about a, a year into Jonathan setting up his consultancy, I felt Holy Spirit kept saying to me that I should leave my paid part-time job, which made absolutely no financial sense whatsoever. Um, I, I did want to leave. It made sense for our family uh, to be able to support Jonathan. I had some dreams, but obviously on a practical level, it made no sense at all. So I spent nine months testing that word. Um, I kept asking for confirmation. Um, I got some really crazy events happening, uh, which culminated in driving back from Chiswick to Hammersmith, which should be a 15-minute journey in distance, but on a Friday afternoon in rush hour, is always well over an hour. Um, and I was coming back, and there was no traffic on the road, which was a miracle in itself. And then every traffic light I came to, and there was about probably a minimum of 15 sets, were green or turning green as I approached, to the point that as I came into Hammersmith, I was laughing with God and saying, is the next one going to be green? And, and every single one was, and I arrived home, and the Holy Spirit said, Rosna, I said, go, go, go. So I handed in my, in my notice. <laughs> um, and what happened next was two years of living by faith. Um, we... Prayed in the mortgage every month. Um, we never missed a mortgage payment, but we were Slide. really close to it. I mean, every month we were looking at our bank account. Has enough money come in? Um, but this was one of the verses that, that we stood on. Um, you know, the, his righteous children do not go begging bread. It's really important to know God's word so you can stand on it. But they were really stressful years. Jonathan was working incredibly long hours. 
money was really tight and we actually started to build up some debt as well from, from business costs. So, a couple of keys that God gave us uh, in that season. The first one um, was generosity. He said literally as I, I left work, um, he said, I want you to keep up your commitments to giving. Um, don't, don't decrease them. And uh, to sort of quote Bill Johnson from, from Bethel Church, he talks about um, generosity by um, generosity is like an axe at the root of the spirit of poverty. Um, and actually, over those two years, occasionally um, he would ask us to increase what we were, were giving. He would bring some, something across our path and uh, we'd be obedient to that. And then we'd find it was just before some significant shift uh, or breakthrough in the business. Um, now, obviously, note of caution, not asking people to be irresponsible or foolish. We felt we heard really clearly from God about what we were supposed to do. And so, you know, that could look very different um, to, to you. But um, this really key principle is caught, captured in Malachi uh, 3 verse 10, where God says, bring your tithe to the storehouse, test me in this. I will open heaven and pour down blessing. And, th and that has been our experience. The next key in this season was um, thankfulness. We were at um, a conference where Heidi Baker was speaking, and she talked about the importance of every day noting what God is doing and being thankful for it. And it's, it's so important when you've got big dreams and big prayers, some of which you're, you're waiting on, um, that you do focus your attention on what God is doing and be thankful for that. Because if you, if you don't, if you focus on what you think he's not doing yet, you can slip into um, negativity, uh, fear. So we would sit down intentionally every night um, with a bag of dry pasta <laughs> and a big jar, and we would literally go... I'm thankful for this today, I'm thankful for this today, and we put the pasta shells into the jar, and, and then over two months, that jar filled up, and by the end of the two months, that had become a habit that was, you know, we didn't need to do the pasta anymore, because it was something that we just consciously did, did every day. And, and the key to that is that um, what you focus on is what you see. So the, the last one... Um... Uh, is use of resources to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Um, so uh, we were going to a great church, um, uh, but we just were hungry for anything that could bring us more uh, of heaven's perspective. Um, and um, so if we would do the next slide. Um, so this guy. Um, hey, you may have seen him here at Ace Gate 2 reasonably <laughs> recently. Um, uh, but I don't think he's w as, as well-known as he should be. His wife is very well-known because she set up and kind of runs Sozo. This is Stephen De Silva. Uh, he's the kind of treasurer at Bethel. Um, and he has um, some of the best teaching in the world on money. Um, uh, it's very, very difficult a lot of the time. People get hooked, you know, kind of like turned up in knots on money. But this is um, Prosperous Soul is, is one of the most uh, life-bringing 
teachings on money that you can possibly get. Uh, it's the first kind of kingdom um, thing that I've ever really seen in this area. Um, money as a blessing. So it's okay um, when, you're, when you have a business, for your business to be successful. Um, actually bringing in clients and money is okay. Um, that's, that's something that some people need to hear. Um, the other thing is that money can be a blessing to you, which you can then give to other people. So you can be blessed to be a blessing. Um, uh, and it's so important understanding uh, that, because what it enables you to do is to be mass- massively um, sort of uh, passionate about your business and really wanting it to be massively successful. Um, so you can change the world with it. Because um, anything less isn't really big enough, I've learned. Um, another, th- another thing that, that, that he, he teaches on, an exercise that he does, is about standing in the river of life. So if you can imagine that there is um, the throne of God and the river of life is, is, is running down this way. And what he does is he says most people, when they stand in the river of life, um, they look downstream because that's kind of like the more natural thing. And so you see all of these blessings flowing past you. And you're kind of trying to grab them as they flow past. And it's, it's not very comfortable. But actually what you should do is to turn around and focus on the throne. And when you focus on the throne, you see quite how many blessings are actually coming from it. And actually, you can say, that one looks good, but I'm going for that one over there, because that's the best. Now, the reason why this is so important is that I was learning how to do business. I hadn't got a clue. Um, And I needed clients. And um, so I asked for for wisdom. And the secular wisdom out there is promotion, fundamentally self-promotion. It effectively says that you, it doesn't matter how great you are, if you're not spending loads of money and spending loads of your time getting yourself out there and promoting yourself, um, you are doing a disservice to yourself. And actually you will fail. And it will be your fault because you didn't do enough promotion. That causes a hell of a lot of stress. It also means that most business people are spending time doing the business and spending time getting the business for them to do. Um, uh, Now, compare that to the picture that I've just given. That's the picture downstream. Upstream, you're seeing all of that coming to you. Upstream, you're seeing your loving Heavenly Father who is the person who is in the business with you, saying, I have all of this stuff coming downstream. Which one would you like? That changes everything. You don't become a salesperson desperate to get everything. You become someone who's very generous, saying, I've got this to share, um, and I know someone out there is going to think that this is amazing. So important. So, um, as we've been describing, we've always tried to follow God's heavenly business plan for us by firstly dreaming with God and also by getting prophetic words and pictures from him. Right when we started, one of Jonathan's core dreams was to um, have a global multinational client that he took a team into and from start to finish um, started up embedding accessibility 
till it had become business as usual and basically worked themselves out of a job and they could leave. And he came back from a conference um, one day and he'd seen somebody speaking from the platform who was doing that. And as he was telling me about it, I had a prophetic word for him. And I said, I believe God wants to give you a managing director with investment to take your business to another level so that you are in a position to have that kind of client. So, Rosner declared that word, I don't know how many times that year, but, but a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, at the end of the year, I got headhunted uh, by a supplier who was working with a multinational. They were desperate to find somebody who can do exactly the thing that I was talking about. I wasn't available. I was at Google in San Francisco, um, so they couldn't get hold of me on the phone. That could have been a real problem. It just made them want me more. <laughs> they finally tracked me down at um, Oslo Station um, saying, we need to talk with you and chat about this and we need a decision tomorrow. And the reason I was in Oslo was I was going to a conference where I was going to be presenting. Um, kind of like today. I didn't really want somebody coming and offering me a job as I was walking in. I wanted to be making sure I was doing this well. I didn't have time for this. Actually, I also didn't have time for it because I'd taken a few things coming down the river in the previous few months. So it was kind of like, I don't know, what do I do? So, next step, tell someone your dream Tell someone what's going on, someone you trust, someone who you can then go to. Thankfully, Rosner was on the end of a phone. So I was like phoning up saying, it's been offered, I don't really know if I've got the time. And she said, this lines up with your dream. Um, <laughs> take it. <laughs> so I was kind of like, that's a good point, thank you. Because a lot of the time, you can miss the things that are coming along, because you're so focused on the thing in front of you. Having someone there in it with you who is able to actually remind you what it really is all about is really so important. So I'm there a year doing this kind of work for the multinational, and at the end of that year, um, the MD of the design agency comes to me and says, I want to set up a business with you. This is the best thing of all of the things that our business does. So I'm going to leave here and I'm going to set up a business with you. And I've got um, investment as well. <laughs> Did you remember hearing that story somewhere? Hmm. So, um, so that was the end of Hassle Inclusion. That was the end of the small business that we were running and the start of Open Inclusion. Um, it was a massive answer to prayer. Um, when you are trying to run something, a very small thing, um, uh, you do long hours. Um, I was putting in 16 hours plus a lot of the days. Um, this was causing uh, stress on my health, certainly our relationship and our family time. Um, it was the perfect um, thing that we needed, the perfect answer to prayer um, that came through exactly when we needed it. Open inclusion. So, six months later, after Open Inclusion had formed, we uh, experienced massive enemy attack. Um, what happened was uh, we had really one major client, and um, because of circumstances before, beyond their control, 
uh, and nothing to do with us personally. They really wanted to work with us. They said they were going to have to terminate our contract with 10 days' notice, and we had no contingency plans um, in the business, and um, on a personal level, it was a disaster. We had no savings, we had business debt, and we were looking at trying to do a quick sell on our house, moving in with my parents, and Jonathan just getting any job he could. And we would have been okay if that had happened, because God would have looked after us. But because of the dream, this was an answer um, to Jonathan's dream, this client. And because of the prophetic word that we were going to have this new company with with a managing director and investment... We just knew it was enemy attack trying to, trying to rob us. And so we knew that God wanted to do something about it. So we, we went to God and asked him um, three questions. And we use these questions all the time for everything. We still, we still use them. The first one we, we asked him was, what's your plan? What are you seeing? How is this going to work out? The second question we asked was, what's the enemy's plan so that we can just bind it in prayer? And the third question was how to pray for all the people involved, Jonathan, um, the client, that kind of thing. I'm not going to go into every detail because we actually got quite a lot out of doing that. But um, we had a specific way to pray over the client. Um, Jonathan had a specific way to behave with them in... um, the contract termination meeting. Um, And actually what happened was, instead of that being it, they went, well, we really want to work with you. Let's see what we can do. And uh, basically, within a month, the contract had been returned to us and our company had been resurrected from the dead. So... How does it work now? Um, well, we are a successful business. Um, uh, there's about 16 of us working in the business. Uh, turnover is about a million pounds a year. Um, it's a family business, though. This is the key thing, really. This is how we run it. Um, so, yes, we have a vision to improve the lives of disabled people through the work that we do. We also have a dream list of clients, uh, influential ones that, that we would love to work with. Actually, month by month, we are. Um, and we do pray through that. However, the way that we've built it is not about that. The way we've built it is about the people who work for us. Um, we look for employees who feel like family. And then we ask them what their dreams are. Um, and it's, gosh, it, <laughs> uh, it changes everything. It's the point in the interview, meeting, whatever you like, um, where they get the chance to dream. And we get the chance to see who it is is sitting in front of us. Um, and whether or not they're right for what we can do. And um, we recruit the people who feel like us, feel like family. And we expect God to bring in the clients that are going to enable them to get their dreams. That's what goes on in a family business. So we're using the same keys. Um, The uh, freedom from self-promotion just now happens on a bigger scale. 
He's not bringing in work for me to make sure that our dreams can work as a family. Uh, he's now bringing in stuff that makes the dreams of all of our team work. That's really cool. Um, and what's more, so I'm the only Christian in our business at the moment. Golly, is he on that? Um, <laughs> because they know something weird is happening. Um, when, when, we, when we talk about this sort of stuff with we've, we've, we've new people, they're kind of like, so, sorry, can you say that again? You can't run a business like that. And it's kind of like, yeah? Um, my business partner, who isn't a Christian, is the most Christian, non-Christian person I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Um, and she, like everyone else, is trying to explain the phenomenon that we would call favor. Wow. They're all trying to grab, grasp for why is it like this? How does it feel like that? Stuff comes in when we need it. All of this sort of thing. Um, so it's really, it's, you know, when God does great things with your business, it really impacts the people. Yeah, I mean, I, I think from what we're describing, you can see how um, important it is that we consider it a family business, that it's, it's so impactful that we pray together, dream together, um, stand together over everything. But I, the other side of that is that running a business has a massive impact on your family. Um, we've, we've described a little bit of that all, already. And uh, Jonathan doesn't mind me sharing this, but once God said to him really clearly, Jonathan, your priorities are first your business, then me, as in God, then Robbie, and then Rosner. Now, I was complicit in that. We had so little time available that I wanted Robbie to, to get the majority of that time. But God said, um, your priority should be me, God, then me, Rosner, um, Robbie, and then work. So when God got us out of that difficult time and we, we came to Eastgate, um, and uh, hopefully the next slide is coming up, we used this resource, um, the Love After Marriage, that uh, is run by Kate and Dave um, Stevens, another one coming in September, which we highly recommend. We attended, and uh, it brought a lot of forgiveness and healing and restoration to our marriage after some really hard years. Yeah, it's not enough to have a great business and a lousy marriage, life, family, everything else. Uh, it's one of the things which is really key for us. Um, next slide. He is doing abundantly more than we can ask or think. I, this is one of my declarations every morning, uh, and uh, he doesn't make this one a lie anyway that through that day. This is truth um, that I see every day. Um, and um, the season that we're at, at the moment, if I'm just looking forward in terms of, in terms of where things are going with our business uh, and kind of how this is still kind of playing out, um, the season um, starts with aggressive expansion. Um, so I was over there. Um, Stephen De Silva was here, Prosperous Soul, Addiesgate, October. Um, I'm standing there wondering what I'm going to get. And this is what God puts in my head. I'm like, that seems a bit out there, God. I'm probably going to need that one confirmed, if you don't mind. 
um, he's standing there with this thing, um, and it comes out of his, of his mouth about a minute later. <laughs> I know how to listen. Um, the other bit, and the reason why um, I can handle that without that being a non-blessing, as it were, was over there. Heavenly Business Conference, February uh, this year, uh, I was being prophesied over by about 10 fabulous other business people. Um, and what we got was um, with no extra effort. That's good. Everyone wants expansion with no extra effort. I released that on the universe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so uh, it's so good to get those prophetic words into your business. Again, we uh, if I can just pop the next slide up. Uh, This is the Grand Canyon. Um, Why am I showing you the Grand Canyon? Um, This is, um, again, we like having pictures of uh, of words that were given to us. Uh, The word that was given to us about the Grand Canyon, um, that's kind of like the Holy Spirit doing the most awesome thing ever. Uh, You know, going straight through there, carving through as if it were just simple. Um, And the impact is magnificent. That's what he's doing with our business. Um, And uh, um, that's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, we even have dreams and visions um, for what we're going to do with the profits from uh, this amazing company that God is uh, making successful because we really grasped that we are blessed to be a blessing. So one last key to to share with you is uh, the power of testimony, which I think... Kind of come up. Yep, thank you. Um, the reason why that's here is because when we started this out, um, we were on our own. We didn't really have um, other business people to do with this with. Um, but now we are part of an amazing group of people that we're, just, we're sharing this with. And uh, whenever we meet, we always start with what's the good news? What is God doing in our lives, in our businesses? And, of course, the power of that is that you can uh, grab hold of it for yourself because God wants to do it again. Um, And this is an advert for uh, the Heaven and Business Breakfast. It's the first one we're doing where we're meeting together to share good news, to worship, and to prophesy over one another. And we hope many of you will join us because it's going to be really, really awesome. By the way, it is 6.30 in the morning. Yes, Friday. that's not so awesome. <laughs> but it will be great. That's why there's the bacon sandwich there. <laughs> um, so uh, if you want to come, you can sign up with Rosna a little later. Yeah. Um, I'm conscious of the time. I think we've run out of time to, to talk about um, some of the, the heaven I've, uh, I've experienced in, in the workplace, sadly. But I just really want to honour all of us here who aren't working for our own business but are working in the workplace. I I still do that on a voluntary basis. Everything we've shared, as as Tim said earlier, is applicable, whatever environment we're in. And, um, I mean, the main difference is, obviously, you don't have the final say on some decisions or the culture that's set. But um, I will leave you with this verse, that the prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective and you are releases of heaven. And, um, yeah, I wish I'd had time. But, um, n- 
You should, well, yeah. with your permission, because I'm, I'm realized we're over bit already. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, as I said, I left my part-time paid job, but I uh, started doing voluntary uh, work. Main thing I did was I became a governor in Robbie's um, primary school back in Hammersmith. And that was a Church of England primary school attached to the church that we went to. The context was that it had been a severely failing school. They'd managed to finally recruit an amazing new head teacher, and she was in the process of turning the school around. Um, but we had an Ofsted um, inspection, and we got requires improvement. And that was mainly due to the fact that they hadn't turned around the exam data. Um, lots of other amazing things had been happening. And that's when I came on board. And I had a sense straight away uh, that God wanted um, the results in the school to be better than expected. And, and that's why I started declaring. And I declared it for two years. And uh, over those two years, we got amazing exam results. Yeah. And then when Ofsted came back with their follow-up inspection within two years, as they were required to do, we got outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, is an outstanding achievement. And um, I hadn't told anybody I was doing that. I just believed that verse. My, my prayers are powerful and effective. And I just declared what I knew God wanted to do, and I just left the rest up to him. But because of this period of time where we were preparing for Ofsted to come back, um, there was a lot to do, and I was actually in Pombay almost every other day doing something. And I was giving my time, my commitment, I was giving my skills that they needed. I was kind of a right person for the right time with my background in governance. And I really intentionally brought the atmosphere of honour um, and calling out the gold, which is uh, you know, a term that we're familiar here with Eastgate, that built the relationship of honour and trust with the senior leadership team. And then that opened doors, because they trusted me, to be much more overtly supernatural with them. Um, I took over the intercessory prayer group that was based in the church, and that led to me giving words of uh, encouragement and prophecy and praying for healing for the senior leadership team, which they were really grateful for. Obviously, I knew when problems were happening, um, and they knew that I was praying over them, and then we'd see miraculous answers to, to those uh, problems. Um, recruitment in London is, is really difficult for teachers, and, and we, we had a couple of years of miraculous recruitment. Um, I supported the uh, children's team from the church in the school. They ran a prayer club at lunchtime. And uh, I got to um, give a prophetic word to every year six lever, which they, they took with them into their, their new life. And one of my favorite stories is I was praying with these two little girls whose um, extended family was still in a... Uh, a war-torn country. They were really concerned. The family wanted to try and get them out. And so we prayed that God would um, make a way, get them out. And uh, two weeks later, yep, the family were now in a safe place. God had made a way. And that's when I discovered I was praying with two little girls from a Muslim family. And they were coming to prayer club. Um, Yeah, I mean, really amazing um, what the children's team did in there. 
And uh, I mean, finally, just as a mum in the playground and building the relationships with other parents and carers, um, you know, I'd have opportunities to discern, to give a prophetic word or pray for healing. And again, one of my favorite stories is um, talking to this lady. She had really severe kidney stones and prayed for her. And uh, at the follow-up scan, they had disappeared. Yeah, they dissolved. Yeah. Yay, God. But because God's so good, a couple of weeks later, I was talking to another mum. And um, she had exactly the same problem, really severe kidney stones. So shared the story with her, uh, got to pray for her. A couple of weeks later, she went for her follow-up scan. Kidney stones had dissolved. (laughs) Yeah, so just um, uh, finally, we do have some, um, some prophetic words to... To, to, give out, to give over you in a moment if you've you know, got time obviously if you need to go, go but just before we do that um, just want to sum up that uh, whether we own the business or work for one we carry the presence of God knowing who we are and who we carry means we release heaven whatever we're doing Thank you, thank you. Um, the thing that we want to do. Um, if there's anything in that story that, uh, that you resonate with, um, we want you to get blessing and freedom tonight. Um, so we were trying to work out like what's the best way of doing that. Um, and we're just going to... So I think the first thing is the identity. Yeah. So, so you want to do the identity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Identity is so important. And um, yeah, when we were praying for tonight, we just saw chains breaking off people, lies being rooted out of people that they're not enough, that they can't do this, that somehow their their role, their job isn't important enough. So we just break all that off you now. And just release another impartation of who you are in God. Who you are carrying and releasing with you wherever you go. So just grab this. If this is is for you, you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Just say yes. Um, the other things that we have when we were praying are light bulbs. I saw light bulbs going on over people's heads. Um, one of the other declarations I, I declare every morning uh, is uh, all about divine ideas. Uh, I don't know if there's something um, where that, that could be a completely new idea, that you have just no idea. He can give you a download, um, which can be, when you kind of put it out there, the, uh, you know, a complete solution to, to a problem that you didn't even know existed. Or it could be that just little one little thing that you need for the problem that you know very well exists because it just is painful to you. Please grab those light bulbs right now. Another thing that we had, um, this was difficult to see because I'm not particularly, but I know what it is. It's a turbocharger. 
Um, and so we just want to release turbocharging on those areas in your lives or businesses uh, where you need that. Where something is going well already, it just needs a bit more oomph. <laughs> so I just release God's oomph yeah. over you right now. Um, uh, that's, that, yeah, that's for you tonight. And I, I've got a couple of um, quite specific pictures. The first one is uh, particularly for women. Um, there may be women here who feel they've got stuck, um, but you're being released from that. And actually, it's, it's not, um, you're not like in a prison. You're just a little bit stuck, like um, your heels caught in a grate. It's as simple as that. He's releasing you from being stuck. And some of you are, who are being released are pioneer women. You are, yeah, leading the way. You're entering a new field. You're pioneers because you have to be. You're the first. But alongside you pioneers, he's releasing people to encourage you and to make a way where there was no way. So there are people coming alongside you that are going to help you on your way. Um, I have another word. I, I was actually at a secular business conference this, this weekend, which was really amazing. And uh, on Friday night, I was smashing my way through a plank of wood. <laughs> and the reason I'm sharing that is because I think, I think it's for somebody here as well, that somebody um, feels like they've been hissing and hissing and hissing a piece of wood. A piece of wood that they actually expected to break more easily and they don't understand why it's been so hard and why there's so much resistance. And God is sending people to help you too. I, I, um, I had somebody come over who was a taekwondo expert and he showed me how to be more powerful with my arms. And then... Um, the leader of the conference came over, because <laughs> I still wasn't doing it, and um, he gave me a visualization technique. He said, see yourself breaking it, and then bam, I was through. So he's sending um, tools, techniques, and people to help you break through. This is your evening of breakthrough. Take it. Amen. Amen. Um, um, and I've got one more. Oh, Sorry. one more. <laughs> Just want, he doesn't know about this one. Yeah, I know. Um, um, Off script. <laughs> I also felt that for those of you in the room that maybe have been going through a rough patch and that has affected your relationship, I really felt that God wants to um, release the power of our testimony too. So grab that. He, he wants to give you breakthrough so that you can position yourself for healing and restoration in your, in your marriage. Amen. Thank you, everybody. If you want prayer at the end, there we, um, I would love to pray with you. We've got various people from the Heavenly Business team and other people who can come up here as well. So if you want prayer, come this way. If you want um, to come to the uh, Heavenly Business, Business Breakfast, uh, Rosson will be over on the welcome stand, so go that way. Um, uh, otherwise, um, uh, just to say hello. Yeah, just to say hello. <laughs> Refreshments will be downstairs. I uh, hope that was awesome. Uh, thank you so much. Woo!